This is season four, episode two, and it's just it's just the three of us. We got we got a pretty special topic today, right? Uh, yeah. What are uh, we doing? Uh, Andrew and I yeah. are figuring out our summer training schedules. We're figuring out our summer training schedules. That's what we're doing. Yeah. So yeah. just just for the context of the podcast, we are literally making these schedules, and we're gonna go through kind of how to make a schedule with them, and you know, obviously for the listeners right now, um, we're gonna do that. We're making the real schedule, okay? This this is like the real thing. So, mm-hmm. yep. Let's jump right into it. Yeah. So I made some notes and stuff. <laughs> um. So, uh, uh, before we really get into like our specific training, because that really is kind of less important than like how to make training. Uh, I kind of want to go over like what you should be considering when you're making training. Uh, just like on like a grand scale. So, the really. There's a there's a ton of variables to look at when when you're making training, but on a, on a grand scale, these are the things I like to look at. Uh, so I like your goals, obviously. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to do at the end of the season, mid season? What 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 are you going to be doing, pretty much? Like your race distance, right? Yeah, your race distance. Are you training for eight k? Training for eight hundred? It's gonna look a lot different, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, like, what times do you want to hit? How ambitious is this? Not not every season. Also, I think this is something to. Not a lot of people understand. Not every season is going to be a fucking breakout season. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not always the point. Like Anthony's season for summer training right now, it's really not to get in the best shape of your life ever. It's really to prepare you to get prepare you to get into, into that shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Much. yeah. Uh, and I think that's the whole point of summer training. You know, for yeah. the most part. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. It's like like summer as like a universal whole. I feel like you're like laying down a foundation. Like and the fall is really when the yeah, season. Yeah, you really so. want to yeah. build it up. Yeah. Um, so you want to look at your goals, your current fitness. If you haven't trained in a while, you're probably not in great shape. You don't want to start guns blazing. Obviously, what you did in the past. Um, you know, were you a four thirty miler? Were you a five flat miler? Were you whatever? You know, what kind what, of mileage were you comfortable with? Yeah. You know? What were you comfortable with? And can we? maybe push past those boundaries a little bit um and uh also you want to what overload overload yeah you got to overload we'll talk about that (laughs) later um so you also want to consider your time frame how long is your training going to be um for me it's going to be till the end of summer a little bit past that actually um i'm sure you're you're probably going to have similar training yeah Um, are you are you doing the club the club cross i'm doing yeah i'm doing club at least okay i'm doing club as well yeah hopes of trying out but yeah. that's kind of a yeah, up yeah. Here goal so i mean obviously we don't have you know your your race schedule yet but maybe we should like plan a, a little bit into like you know just for the sake of the training yeah so, like what should yeah like what like? what where do i want to be yeah. five weeks from now do i want to be running a 1735k yeah, yeah 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 probably um that's um, roughly and uh and the last thing is your day-to-day schedule for me i'm doing nothing <laughs> except for on fridays and saturdays so uh, but everyone's different. You you can't if you have a packed schedule, you can't fit three and a half hours of training in some days. Like that's just not possible. So yeah, no, you yeah. gotta be realistic. You know? Yeah, yeah, and some is hard because I feel like compared to other, uh, any other season, it's like the most time consuming in a way. You can make it the most time consuming, yeah. which but the thing is, it's really easy to not to not. Yeah, exactly. Because really like without up. it, without a team, it's kind of like you you're like you just move a lot. Quicker, I feel like with stuff. Yeah. yeah, and you're also not regimented at all, so it's kind of hard to keep. Like your regiment is kind of your training. Yeah. At least unless you have a job that's predictable, the same time every week. You right. Know? So let's let's talk about it. How do you start? How, uh, how are you guys gonna start? How should we start this? Off? Well, I guess uh, just to break it down a tiny bit more. Okay. Uh, 
I guess I, I just wanted to explain this because there's not one way to look at like training. Um, as they know, most most runners that have been doing it for a few years know that there's you can break training down into something called mesocycles, right? So mesocycles. Uh, I'm not gonna overcomplicate it, but to 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 simplify it, you pretty much have the early season. You have mid-season and you have peak season. That's kind of, let's just break it down that simply. And within early season, you have base training and threshold training, uh, which are two different things. Uh, and so you could basically break your training down into those four stages. Break it down into your early season, which is base training and threshold. Then mid-season, which we'll get into a little bit later, but that's kind of more speed slash threshold. You're kind of making the transition into yeah, really yeah. getting down. Like race pace kind of stuff. Yeah, race yeah. pace kind of stuff. A little bit more anaerobic, uh, depending on your your distance. And then peak season, you're usually going to taper off a little bit and let your mu- give your muscles some time to recover. And the and peak season is usually a lot shorter than any other part of the season. Yeah, yeah. And we'll go over. I mean, I, I think a lot of our audience does sort of know what a taper is, but yeah. we'll, we'll talk about it a little more in depth as well. Yeah, so I guess uh, I was thinking we go, like, step by step, though. Like with, Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, us so like basically we're, we're gonna i guess we could start by like ironing out like what what are the goals we know what our current fitness is roughly and we know our past fitness me and jonah are pretty much the same fitness uh in the past um and we know what our time frame is which is okay about two and a half months two and okay Three so months. that's for s- until basically that's the total season time frame and that's the end of summer that's the end of the summer i i think uh like the thing is, it's too like variable once we get into school to okay. so, like know so what we're doing. We're so doing I think summer. we try and we don't necessarily have to peak uh, once we get into school, but we want to be in good enough shape to run. Let's say like my PR is like sixteen, like six, mid sixteens. Yeah. I actually don't even know. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did it for like a time trial, mm-hmm. I think, and Jonah ran like sixteen twenty six twenty six. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'd figure that we want to get to around there. Is, is, is by the end of the summer? By the end of the summer. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty realistic. Yeah, yeah. like that's somewhat, that's pretty possible. Um, and then by the end of the fall, I feel like we could definitely try to go sub-16. Sub-16 would be like the long-term goal. Yeah. And uh, that's what we're setting ourselves up for with this training. So um, I guess we can kind of hop into it. Uh, Jonah, so do you, just, just to like simplify it, do you want to just go by like me? <laughs> Uh, because yeah. I can run right now. I know. Jones. Yeah, I'm. I'm still. I'm still working on it. So yeah. my, my training in the beginning is going to have to be a little bit modified, more yeah, bike. I think, I think we do an episode on that in and of itself because that's a lot more complicated. Like my that. training versus your training or yeah, something. Yeah, because your training is going to be like. I feel like I might. Yeah, I might like do. A, I'm gonna get an aqua jogging belt. I think. If you happen. need to borrow mine, you can use it because I don't okay. need it for. Um, I might use it once a week. All right, then I might use yours then. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess we'll hop into. Yeah, uh, can you get your laptop out? Yes. Yeah, we'll just throw yeah, it down yeah, on, a, might as well. on Google Sheets. Yeah. So I mean, the the first the first period, you know, that's definitely the aerobic period. Yeah. Um, I I think the point of that is, you know, just stay at a pace where you can develop. I don't know really what the words are I'm trying to say, but you want you want to be able to go the distance. That's kind of I guess the title we can use for this. And yeah. Uh, um you're not going to have too much threshold work at the beginning stages, whether that's four to six weeks. But um, <laughs> what was on your laptop? What was on your laptop? Something that doesn't allow us to use it. I'll do it on my phone. Okay. 
Okay. Um, I had a virus on my laptop from an, an explicit web. No, I'm just kidding. It was dead. It, my, phone, was dead. My, my, my computer is dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, okay. What else is new, guys? <laughs> right, I'll just throw out like a rough thing just so we have a. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So basically, there, there's. I'll talk. Should I talk a little bit? Yeah. About yeah. Talk things? more about it. So there's those three. Um, I guess energy systems you could call it. The oxidative system. The glycolytic system and then the phosphogen uh, creatine system, something yeah, like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. creatine system, something, something like that. Right. Um, so basically, the beginnings base period, base building period of training, you want to be in the oxidative system. So that's aerobic stuff. You know, you're using oxygen. You're n- you're not running at a pace where, you know, you're running at a sustainable pace. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the whole the whole idea of base training is literally to develop a base. It's not that complicated. You're getting miles in. You're getting comfortable with your like. For me, I I took like three weeks off from running. I was biking. Yeah. So the first few weeks, my knees are gonna hurt. Yeah. My yeah. Th- yeah. Joints are gonna hurt. My muscles are gonna be a little more sore just because I can't handle mm-hmm. that mileage. It's just getting acclimated to that uh, that kind of uh, yeah yeah. You know, just being stuff. able to go the distance. Yeah. You know? That's it. I think uh, like like what you were saying like those three systems like I remember what we learned early on like for running like there's three factors that like determine like how good of a runner you are like it's like your vo2 max your lactate threshold and like your the strength of your actual muscles and i feel like a big a big reason why people do base training is just like get your muscles like andrew was saying like acclimated to like the wear and tear of yeah. running and like yeah. just the, the form of everything mm-hmm. and, and how your body responds to that so yeah, yeah it makes sense so like uh i guess for me uh I, I won't go through every single day of what it's going to be, but uh, roughly we're going to, what we're going to want to do in the base training, it's going to be about three and a half weeks, four weeks, I'd say. Uh, and we're going to want to build up to around 50 miles a week, uh, maybe more. What are you at now? Right now? I'm probably doing like 30 a week right now. 30? I've just kind of been like messing around. Roughly. I've been doing five, f- I've been doing four to six mi- miles every day pretty much. Okay. Okay. So what, what would be, because I think going from 30 to 50 in three weeks i think that's a big jump yeah i think you're right because there there's a the rule is like what is it 10 percent increase your mileage by like 10 percent, or is it five percent i think it's 10 percent or something yeah yeah so increase your mileage by like 10 percent whatever the percentage is per week Mm -hmm. but but you know you get to you get to 30 40 50 you know that's it's kind of jumping the gun a little bit yeah what would you feel about like doing a base building phase of four weeks that's fine you know what i mean i'm gonna need that because and be, at the end of it, you can start to incorporate threshold workouts, just get a long warm-up and cool-down in yeah. to get the mileage in. And you, you uh, I, honestly, I, I'm a big believer in, like, sprinkling, like, fart licks into your, uh, yeah. into your base training everywhere. And you start to up the intensity as you go on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I would even consider, like, first week, just being, just because I've been running, you mm-hmm. uh, sprinkle in a fart lick this week, you know. I mean, yeah, that's what I did yeah. for Maryland um, training. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So... Um, base training doesn't, I think this is kind of a hard thing to understand. Base training isn't just like just easy runs every day necessarily. Like you can have threshold work in there. Yeah. It just, you're focusing on literally getting a base. You don't need to be hammering your workouts mm-hmm. like you are mid season or even in threshold. Uh, I can definitely say I've made that mistake sometimes. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like ego running is something that's not talked about enough, but like, if you feel really good, especially like in base training, like you can just like sometimes like go a little too fast. Yeah, and and that's like the biggest because you don't want to uh, you don't want to succumb to overtraining. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. overtraining is a really easy thing to do when 
when uh, you know you're in base training and you might feel great a few for a few days. Like for example, today I ran four miles, felt like garbage. Like, but the other day I went 30 seconds faster per per mile, and I it, it was two miles longer and it was easy. Exactly. So, yeah. But that doesn't mean you like kill yourself, you know. Yeah. You never yeah. want to kill yourself in base training. Yeah, because it, uh, ba- the rule I like to follow, and the way I actually explained it to some guys on at on the Melville team when I was running with them a couple days ago was, you know, base training and normal runs in I guess you know base training now, is meant to increase your fitness to the ability so you can do those threshold workouts. Mm-hmm. Those threshold workouts are meant to increase your ability to perform in races. Yep. I mean? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it's just like kind of layers to the cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I guess I don't really want to like do the day to day on here just because that's probably a pain in the ass for okay. people to watch. But I that think works. I'll iron out like the first like four weeks. We'll be looking at thirty, uh, roughly thirty miles this week with one pretty easy fart lick. Mm-hmm. Um, and a long run. Uh, yeah, probably a long run of about what's twenty percent. Twenty percent. Well, twenty. What's twenty percent of forty? It's only six. It's only six. So you could, I think you could up it to, I think like, you could, I could up like it. 35. Yeah, maybe even like, yeah, I would say anywhere from 35 to 40. Yeah, oh, well, you could do like 25% of your mileage, yeah, which is getting yeah. a little high. Yeah. Because some people do 20 to 33. Yeah, okay. okay. So we do, we do 30, roughly 33 miles this week, we'll say. Okay. With an eight mile long run. Yeah. I think that's fine. Right now we're talking about, for people who don't know, like, you're supposed to format your training like this the general rule of thumb is like 20 percent of your weekly mileage should be from your long run so if anybody yeah. was confused but like yeah. 20 to 33 yeah yeah it, it's r- it's a rough kind of it's a rough it depends on who you are you yeah. know some people benefit from a longer long run yeah you know once you get up there in mileage i think your long run should not be like 33 percent that is 30 mile long mm-hmm. run not many people do 90 miles a week yeah. though uh you think so? I mean, Robbie's getting there towards well, the Well, elite, elite Division One athletes. Elite <laughs> Division One yeah. athletes. D3 athletes, too. And pros. And, and pros. That, yeah. um, but, again, that's like a handful of... That's, like a that's not our audience. That is not <laughs> us. <laughs> not our audience. Yeah. But so, still, I know what you mean. I know yeah, that. yeah. So, um, if anyone is watching this running 90 miles a week, we're props you. to you, man. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're probably, this probably isn't helping you at all. If you're <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're probably like these guys. But, yeah, um... I, w- I would say, you know, running anywhere from 35, 37 to 40 that first week. Then mm-hmm. you go on the side of 40 to 43. Then maybe, like, for the second week. Then third week, like, 43 to 47. And then 47 to 50. And I like then, that. And then maybe just, you know, in your threshold. I think, you w- I think we sneak a down week in there somewhere. Maybe, like, That's the third idea. week. And okay. then we make the – we could – we could transition a down week, f- as in like, as in like, you maintain your mileage, kind of. Uh, down week, as in you actually maybe go down a mile or two. Okay. Uh, I think I think you go down a mile or two, but maybe you sneak in like a slightly hard, uh, harder fart lick, and you really focus on recovery that week. I mean, when I think down week, I think going down by like five, five. more. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, you know, uh, that's different well, for everyone. You can play with it. But. Yeah, I'd say like three or four, because because you're doing a little bit higher mileage in there. It's interesting oh, that right, you. That's true. I, I feel like I don't know. For me personally, like, I'm not opposed to having a down week during the base phase, but I feel like the way that I, I've always done summer training has always been like starting really low and then like progressive, just like step, step, steps, and not really a step back. But I kind of like the like. What makes you want to do the down week? Uh, the down week is more that like. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I do that. I do that during like my normal training. Like if I'm during the th- during the threshold pa- uh, phase, I definitely take a down week because mm-hmm. that's when I start to feel it, and I'm not good at gauging my workouts. And yeah, 
being like, I, I should slow. I do kind of, I do think when you're getting to 50 miles a week in four weeks, I do think that's a little bit and you, like yeah. not needed. Yeah, I, I don't think I need to hit 50. The thing, the, the tough thing with summer training is that it doesn't really follow this this model of early, mid, and then peak season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of more for in-season. We'll talk about the other stuff, too. But yeah, because we're not going to we don't we're not gonna have a peak season, really. We're yeah, going to have a, a mid-season, and it's really going to be base and then threshold kind of extended out and then mid-season at the end. Yeah, so we'll talk a little bit about threshold once we get done with the summer training stuff. Yeah, so I think, I think we can afford a, a bit of a longer base training than, okay. than we want. Because for me, I think, I think it's kind of key to get up in mileage, but I don't want to jump the gun and kill myself. You yeah, don't want to. Okay. I don't want. I don't yeah. want to overtrain. You know, yeah. and I'm not someone who deals with mileage that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something for anyone watching that you gotta take into account. Like, uh, once you once you get comfortable with running and you've been doing it for a few years, you know what you respond well to. I know that if if someone throws me into a, a, a 60 mile week is the longest I've ever done, someone throws me into that, I could do it. <laughs> I, yeah, I just yeah. I will not be good yeah. for the rest of the season. Um, I honestly feel better after like. I gotta head out. Yeah. Okay. Um. I will. Yeah. So, g- guys, I'm just gonna be heading out for this podcast just because you know something's come up. But uh, I'll be in for the next episode. Uh. Yeah. So I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see. I'll <laughs> see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Um. Just mute it. Okay. So Anthony left. Uh, he had something come up, but he's a plane. Uh, we will see him next podcast. I mean. To be fair, he already has his summer training planned out. I think Andrew and I just need to yeah to figure our stuff out because yeah yeah we just do. <laughs> uh, Anyways, so, so yeah uh, yeah go on. So this is summer training, so it's a little bit different because summer training is really prepping for the season, but you could really break summer training. I know we talked about peak, mid, and threshold and base. Summer training is pretty much just base and threshold. And for me, I might want to get into mid-season training towards the end. Yeah. Uh, so, so for this, uh, training block, I think we could really extend the base training to a whole month, we yeah. do five weeks. Yeah, I, I think, agree. I think we do five weeks of base cause I'm at 30 miles this week roughly. And we'll just, we'll go up about four miles next week, we'll go to 34 and we'll go up to 40 or 49 at 39. Right. So just just to clarify yeah. for the audience well, actually like, yeah we'll probably do 33 this week okay actually. so like during this this month base phase couple questions um are you cross training any of those days and do you have any days off like you're running six days a week five days a week seven days a week uh, like, i think that? i'm thinking that uh for the if i want to sneak in like a uh not a down week but like an easier week in case i'm feeling it yeah. uh i could throw in probably a cross training day they're probably sometime in the third week so we do like 33 miles then 37 and maybe we just go to 39 for the third week and okay s- then get a cross training day in because we don't want to be running right like 10 miles more that mm-hmm. week uh when we're doing and uh taking off a day for cross training and then um we also have to remember that we're doing the bike Ah, sometime yes in there yeah so just gonna throw in a throw in a hundred mile bike ride uh, yeah there will be a 100 mile bike <laughs> training um 73 mile 73 actually, just to be yeah, precise whatever yeah not, not too not too long and a spartan race i count that as a run uh spartan race yeah you know, whatever 
that's gonna be pretty difficult. I think we're underestimating how hard that's gonna be. <laughs> Probably, but that's the point. Yeah, it's like a six point. Like we're gonna get there, and we're gonna be like, oh shit! <laughs> like this is a ten k obstacle course. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should probably we're gonna we should. You know what? We should probably have a podcast where we like actually find out what a Spartan race is and how we should prepare for it. Because we literally like we we have an idea of what a yeah, Spartan race is, but we actually we have no idea. We literally just signed up for it, just like just cause honestly. So yeah, yeah, we should definitely figure that out. But anyways, back to summer training. So a month long base phase. You're yeah, building so we, up we, to. I, I think we go from we go 33 miles. Uh, we'll sneak in a fart lick uh, each week, mm-hmm. roughly. Uh, 33, 37, 39 with the cross training day. Um, then fourth week we go up to maybe 43. Yeah. And then we get to like 46, 40, uh, 47 maybe mm-hmm. roughly. Uh, and I think that's a decent base training phase. And then we try and maintain that mileage roughly 45 to 50 miles. We can go up and down, yeah. uh, during the threshold, which is Pretty much the other half of the summer, right. roughly. And so what's different? So I know the base we had, we're doing one workout a week, one long run a week, maybe a cross-training day every couple weeks. So, like, with this next threshold phase, is it going to be two workouts a week is what you're trying to aim for or just one? Yeah, I think I think threshold – I really – so for threshold, uh, for people that don't know, it's pretty much tempos, fart licks, and mile repeats, maybe – one case when we talk about threshold for our audience who maybe might not be so familiar with it it's kind of um it's like a faster training pace um but not like race pace so that's like a good way to think of it i guess um but the purpose of why we train at like threshold paces is because um like raising your lactate threshold is how well your body can move like lactate like can flush out lactate out of your body so like when you're getting tight during races like that lactic acid is like building up in your muscles, which makes your muscles tired. Like having the ability to like delay that sort of uh, lactic acid response is really huge for runners, and that's why we run at lactate threshold paces. So. Yeah, so yeah. like a, a staple workout for anyone that doesn't know during that uh, that uh, threshold period, and d- pretty much just for cross country in general, mm-hmm. would be a four mile tempo for us, four to five mile tempo. Yep. Usually four, but we should probably up that to five. Very classic so tempo. Right. Four mile tempo at sub six minute pace at, mm-hmm. at least. That's usually, depending on the day, really shouldn't go faster than 545, but unless I'm I get in better shape. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. So also, yeah. So 545 is like kind of fast for some people. I don't know the exact way to calculate what threshold pace you, you should be looking at, but you can enter in your 5K PR online and you can find your threshold, VO2 max, like all these paces that we're talking about. You can find them specific to you if you just look them up on Google and they have a whole bunch of sheet, like a whole bunch of like grids where you can see what paces you probably want to be training at to get better given your uh, 5K or mile PR. So Yeah, yeah. if you're in a... If you're like yeah, because 545 is a little bit fast for some people. That, yeah. For most people, I feel like. No, yeah. but if, if you're like a uh, – if you're an experienced, like, runner, it, like – You probably know. This is an elite. Yeah. Like, we're not elite, but, like, we're experienced. Um, roughly uh, add 30 seconds to uh, – a little bit more than 30 seconds, 35 seconds to your 5K pace. So Oh, that's the pace, way we did it. Okay. Yeah, like, my 5K pace is – I think, like, it was, like, 5 – like 15 18. oh 18 it was like okay. 18 okay or something like that it's a little bit under five oh yeah so that's perfect actually yeah, so like 540 like 30 seconds yeah but it, let, let's say your 5k 
pace is 8 flat, 8.30 might be a little bit too hard if you're going to be doing... 5 flat? No, eight, so if, if, you're, if your 5K pace is 8 flat, let's say, like let's say it's your PR pace, 8 flat, 8, f- eight minutes per mile. Yeah, why is that? Oh, 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 Let's you're talking you're about slow. Oh, I was like, wait, why do pe- why are people running that? Damn, okay, that was yes, really. Some people run A flat. That's very. A lot <laughs> that was so that. mean. I'm sorry. That Fuck just didn't register in sucks. my head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So okay. some people, you, you might be running. A, a lot of people do that. You run A flat for your 5K. So you right. might not want to run 830. That's. Yeah, that's it might be a little quick. A little bit much. So I say. The scale's a little bit different for yeah. The scale, people, yeah. it's kind of logarithmic. Yeah. Like I don't know. The, the Just look up. Look, Google has the charts, guys. Yeah, you can for Google sure. it. Doesn't have yeah. to be that specific. You yeah. Don't have to exactly. Be, like on the dime. But like in general, it's kind of like that pace where like you're pushing it, but you feel like you can hold for. I'd say like a, a general like basis is like a pace you can hold for around like forty-ish minutes. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because CV, the the thing right above that is, like, critical velocity pace, and I remember that's something you can hold for, like, 30 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. So right below that is threshold. So it's around 40 minutes. It's, like, a quick pace, but it's not racing. So, yeah, yeah. that's best way to describe it. So a lot of your threshold workouts are going to be at or a little bit faster than that pace because mm-hmm. uh, I, I consider 1Ks to be a, a threshold workout. It's on the fringe, I'd They say. can be. They can be. Right. If you're doing, like, 8x1K. Like yeah, if you're doing 8 by one k for but sure, but if you're, you're doing, doing like a by five k, by k or you something, you might want to take it at like five twenty, right? Not right. five fifty. Yeah. So you have some leeway with your threshold stuff. Um, I feel like that's almost teetering into like that's teetering into, into like VO two max territory a little bit. Yeah, but uh, we're, we're simplifying it with threshold a bit. Yeah, we're very threshold is not it. just threshold. Right. Like, right. It's just it's all kind of, of a, that because it's it, it, the, everyone knows everyone hears the threshold. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so so your threshold phase of training doesn't just have to be your calculated threshold pace that you got off Google. Yeah. You know? um, so uh, a lot of the staple workouts that uh, I'm thinking of tossing in there, we're still gonna have recovery days. We're still gonna have long runs. Uh, we might sprinkle in some uh, some cross training days if we're feeling like poop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, uh, sorry to get off track, but. Uh, your training is not when you're making training this large. This is like a ten week, twelve week time frame. Right. It is not set in stone. Don't very subject yeah, to change. Do not set your paces when you're making your training right now. Do not, do not think that just because you had an eight mile run, uh, uh, you know, two weeks from now, and you're feeling like shit the day before that you can't change that. Yeah. Uh, you definitely can. Uh, you just kind of want an outline here. Yeah, the most important thing during summer training is listen to your body because, like, you're not trying to get injured during a pretty instrumental part of, like, your training, I feel like. I don't exactly. Know. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, so when it comes to threshold, we're going to keep the long runs. Uh, just, just, I guess, I don't really want to go week by week, but I think yeah. I think we can give an example week. Right. So, so okay, so just, just so to give people context, so, like, base, this is going to be basically, like, from beginning of July to end of July. Now we're in August, and we're starting, like, this threshold kind of yeah, so higher August, mileage, two workouts a week, one long run. Yeah, August, we're going to start. Also, we can post this training once we actually yeah, make it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so August is when we're, we're going to start threshold, and that will last about a month. So we'll do threshold for that month, roughly. Right. Um, and the workouts that we're going to want to be doing, the workouts are, like, the hard days, for people that don't know, um, are going to be um, – mile repeats right um 
maybe 1k repeats but that's a little bit like i feel like threshold and almost i get like we were talking about almost slightly faster than threshold yeah yeah so uh, for some work they're called cd workouts it's a little bit faster than threshold right but i don't want to overcomplicate this podcast the best way i can describe it to you guys is like just look at this as like levels of like your heart rate so like these are all determined by like percentages of like your maximum heart rate so like what we're talking about like our base training is like you're, you're like kind of like i don't know the exact percentages but like you're not using your heart's not beating incredibly fast when you're doing a lot of this base training stuff. Lactate threshold, as I said, is like that next step up. It's like that medium-ish pace, a little bit faster. CV is like the step right above that. And then, as I said, VO2 max is kind of, it's almost like teetering on like race pace, but it's yeah, it's VO, more like, like... VO2 max for us would be close to mile. Right. Yeah, close to mile. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, VO2 max is like your heart's really pumping. You're working very hard. And then, yeah, these are just levels, as I said, base threshold cv vo2 max at the yeah, top that's a good way to explain it so yeah. so we're really trying to work the cv and threshold paces during this phase because again it's cross country we're mm-hmm. not training for an 800 and how long would this i know we said a month for july and beginning of july and july this is Roughly now in august Aug- so. august end of august really okay like, yeah so another month of like building like again you're not really you're not incredibly pushing your body but like you're getting used to that the, the threshold paces and uh better um I guess we can we can the function of this phase would be like getting closer to race pace but the main function would be like um training your body how to efficiently move lactic acid yeah, throughout your muscles. Yeah. By the end of this phase you should be able to get yeah. somewhat close to your 5k PR like you should you Also should a time like, trial is something we should incorporate it Yeah, we in should incorporate summer. a time trial yes. during this. Just you time trials are pretty much just uh races where you're doing it by yourself yeah. or with some people usually i feel like we position one um at the end of like our base phase almost right? yeah so we, we could position just one to get a benchmark of, we could do yeah. end of base end of uh threshold yes so it, time trials are good just to get benchmarks especially for us because like we're not really racing for teams anymore we're just racing just to race just to race <laughs> yeah so they're good um just uh indicators of where your fitness is at and like i feel like time trials we can really see like where we're i, I feel like we're, we're pretty like well aware of like how our bodies are responding to training and like yeah like from a, from a time trial we can be like okay like i have to do this this and this to like get better or like oh i have to change something you know like they're they're good um they're good wake up calls i feel like yeah so like uh, basically a, uh just to give an example of like a, what a week of threshold training would look like as yeah. opposed to base training mm-hmm. so during threshold we will have We'll, let's just start from Sunday. Sunday, we have a long run, we'll say. Uh, Monday, we have a recovery run, however many miles. doesn't really matter. Yep. Uh, but you're trying to, like, for our purposes, threshold would be around 40 to 50-mile weeks, right? Yep, 40 okay. to 50-mile weeks for mm-hmm. us. Uh, and then, so after that, you're going to have, um, after that second recovery day, you're going to have another recovery day if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, then um, Wednesday you'll have a workout. You'll have probably a tempo, yep. something like that. Tempo is the classic threshold run, but you could also have mile repeats. Uh, pretty much any workout that is roughly at threshold pace or CV, but you might want to dip into CV pace later into, later into your threshold, threshold phase of yeah. training. Yep. Yeah, but we won't get too uh, complicated. And uh, after that, you have a recovery day. Uh, you could get another recovery day if you want, but... You could also do a somewhat easy workout on this day. You yep. could do a fart lick, maybe. On, f- on Wednesday? or uh, This would be on fr- Friday. Friday. Okay. You do a fart lick. Interesting, yep. And then uh, Saturday, you have an easy day. 
Okay. And then you start all over again. So roughly in, during your threshold phase, it depends who you are. Uh, maybe the first week we only have one workout. Yeah. But uh, for us, we're roughly looking at two workouts a week, one harder one, which would kind of be like a tempo or mile repeats, yep. and one easier one, which would be like a fart lick. Now, during base training, it's a little bit less complicated. It's a yeah. lot less complicated. Uh, for base training, your, your week might look like long run, uh, recovery, 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 and then maybe a fart lick if you want. Right. And light, recovery, you know. Recovery, recovery. Yeah. So, Again, just getting your muscles acclimated to running. Yeah, yeah. so it's literally – base training is simply – just runs for yeah. the most part. You could you could throw in fart licks if you're if you're up to it. Yeah. And for and as we said, like those recovery days, as we've talked about on many podcasts, like you can swap one or two of those recovery days for like cross training. I feel like you know, like if your yeah. body's not responding well, like again, maybe we'll talk about it on another podcast, or maybe we'll briefly mention it on here. But basically, what I'm doing just because this is our training, but I get again, I have to slightly modify it because I'm dealing with a lower back injury right now, so. I guess I could just briefly talk about it right now because yeah. it's, it's not going to be – I'm not going to make a whole separate – we're not going to make a whole separate podcast about this. Basically, like, I'm going to hop into Andrew's training, say, like, a f- two to three weeks through base training. I just have to um, fix my lower back stuff, and right now it's all about just me, like, getting my aerobic systems back in play. So um, I can still run very, very low mileage and not have issues, so I'm going to be doing barefoot runs to get my, like, feet and ankles acclimated to running more – um, aqua jogging is like, you know, you're still like moving your hip flexors and your legs in the same way, but you're not necessarily pushing off and you're like suspended in water. So it's going to be barefoot runs, aqua jogging, probably some biking, no impact, great stuff, swimming a little bit. And, um, as I said, just, um, just taking, taking my time and, uh, just, uh, taking it slow. And then, then I'll hop in, uh, a few weeks into Angie's plan and, uh, we'll be hopefully smooth sailing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, just to kind of, I guess, summarize, uh, I, we can go into mid-season a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but just to kind of make it digestible, uh, base training and uh, base training and threshold training are both within the, the early season. Yep. And early season for cross country is summer, pretty much, just if, if you're a high school or college runner. So, this is... Uh, very long early season uh just because we have the ability to do that and we're prepping for mid-season which mid-season is going to be shorter and peak season is literally two three weeks yeah very uh, short who you are racing maybe twice or something you're yeah. racing maybe twice and you're training for those two big races yeah mm-hmm. making sure your body's fresh yep but okay so we're talking about mid-season so now we did july we did august and now we're basically getting back we're, to school we're dipping into september now, dipping yeah. into september and we're getting back to school mid-season we're it, starting to race a little yeah, bit our first races when you really start to race there's okay. no time trials yep. anymore it's you are you know you got to be on yep um so mid-season we said before threshold right we're going to be doing some um uh, uh threshold paces which we just talked about what that was and critical velocity paces we call them cv yep uh which is pretty much a little bit faster so you should be able to hold your threshold pace for 40 minutes cv for 30 yep and now we're going to start dipping into vo2 max stuff yeah which vo2 max you can kind of think of uh what exactly i'm pretty sure that's like 90 percent uh 90 it's over 90 percent of your max heart rate or something it's where you like it's it's not anaerobic because anaerobic is like pure speed it's like right before that you know what it, i'm saying uh, 
Yeah, I, th- I think there's something before VO2 max, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm forgetting what it is, but exactly, it's like yeah. uh, it's like five flat for us. Oh, okay. Uh, a, little, a, a little bit slower. So, like, if we're doing, like, 300s or I, Oh, okay, so roughly, I feel like, say it's a pace you could generally hold for, like, 10, 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Generally, uh, once we get into VO2 max, it's... Uh, this is not the right definition, but yeah. roughly you should be able to hold it for 10 minutes. Yeah. So uh, close, mm-hmm. a little bit less probably. Yeah. Um, which so, is, you know, a hard pace if you think about it. Cause that's like, fast, again, fast, the fast. fastest you can run for 10 minutes. Like how fast is that? Like you gotta, yeah. you gotta really find that out, you know? You know, for Anthony, so. that's like close to four thirty. Yeah. It's you know? pretty incredible. That, that is fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you're going to start creeping into that. Uh, mm-hmm. during mid-season, but you're also going to keep doing threshold and CV workouts right. for sure. You are... And I think, I think it's a little bit also different mid-season of, like, track compared to cross-country because the fastest we'll be getting during cross-country is, like, running a 5K, right? Like, yeah. we want to train faster than that on some occasions, but, like... For cross-country, though, you're not going to be doing 200s. Exactly, exactly. For, for cross-country, your speed work is your VO2 max work. Yeah, yep. Which, you know... Um, so it's a little different, uh, and again, this is why you have to take, you have to take into uh, consideration what you're training for. Right, right. For us, we're we're not trying to do anything fast right now. We're just so we're going to extend the the early season so that we're working on our aerobic fitness more than our anaerobic fitness. Yep. Because um, we don't need we just we just don't really tap into anaerobic systems during a cross country race unless it's like you're kicking at the end. You know what I'm saying? And um, I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. um. During this stage of the season, you might see something like a lot of you're gonna see. You're still gonna see tempos. You're still gonna see fart licks. Uh, what was that muted? <laughs> no, no, no. It was good. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're still gonna see tempos. Still gonna see fart licks. You're. You might even see mile repeats. Yeah, um, I think. I think usually mid season, what it's more like interval work. It's more into into. <laughs> it's more interval work. Yeah. Uh, but you're still gonna see those threshold workouts and CV workouts. Uh, but I'd say like it's fifty fifty. Yeah. Um, like you're really tapping into more of like your race pace type type stuff. Yeah, like fifty percent of your workouts are going to be something like eight hundred repeats or yeah. six hundred cut downs, mm-hmm. something like that. And that that's probably even too fast. For, right. Right. For, um, so just just for people to understand, like, so it's going to be like the same kind of format as like a like a like the threshold period where it's like a month long ish of like what a long run, two workouts a week, except this time it's going to be. Instead of where it was like in threshold, it was like one easy workout, one threshold workout. Now it's going to be one threshold workout, one harder workout. I yeah. Feel like. yeah. Yeah. Roughly your threshold workouts. You should be able to do what you were doing like mid, mid, mid threshold phase. Yeah. Like whatever those paces were, you should be able to do those as your easier workouts. Yeah. However, I feel like during race weeks, we should talk about how like, or not talk about, but just, like, briefly clarify that I think usually, like, during a race week, you, you do, what, a long run? I feel like we still want to do, like, a race pace harder workout and then do that race. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. would it be, like, you'd want to do the threshold workout that week? Uh, I feel like it's usually in, in our past. It's situational, but I feel like for usually the most you, part. Usually you take the tempo out or something. Yeah. Like, like whatever the threshold is. Or, like, we'd either do some sort of threshold workout, and then we do, like, repeats after to simulate race pace. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah on, on, on race days, or, I mean, well, race weeks, you usually, which is probably going to be every week or every other week. Every other week, probably, um, yeah. You usually get a workout where you're simulating the race or the race pace to some extent. Um which is 
that's pretty much what VO2 max and and uh, and CV are, depending on what you're racing. Um, but uh, yeah, that could be like you might you might sneak in like four four hundreds at like seventy five right. at the end of your workout. At you the know? end of like a tempo or fart lick or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Um. So, mid season. So okay, that's like September to what do we want to say like mid October. October? It's about October. I mean, uh, at this point, we're kind of getting like too far. Yeah. Again, again yeah. Know. Yeah. But mid season t- is typically shorter than early season for cross country. Um, and yeah, it's not, it's not something we could really set in stone now. But basically, mid season we have to see like when our races are. Mid season is yeah. each week of mid season is just like a week of threshold, but you sneak in a uh, a faster workout pretty much or a race yeah or yeah. a race yep. and and towards the end of of this is for track not for cross country but towards the end of your uh, your mid season you're going to start getting speed workouts in there yeah which are pretty simple it's speed you're yep. doing 200s you're doing even 150 meter strides right right uh 300s uh that's speed and uh yeah, but we're not really talking about that. For I think, hey, speed. I think strides are still important, though, during cross. Yeah, just strides, for finishing and starting speed, at least, you know? Yeah, for, for those who don't know what strides are, strides are pretty much like 100 to 150 meter. Um, like progression, progression sprints. Progressively faster. Right. So, like, the way the way jogs, we learned how to do, the way we learned how to sprints. do progression sprints is, like, you build up to a speed such that at halfway point you're at like 90 to like 100%, like 85% yeah, of you like your max speed while you're halfway speed. through your stride. And then you, you know, you maintain, maintain in the last like 10, 20 meters, you kind of like slow down a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty much like a short sprint to yeah. get your, uh, to get your legs just moving a little bit. Yeah, because um, again, what we're doing like throughout summer training is you, it's a lot of slow twitch muscle fiber action. Yeah. Which is great because obviously we do need that, but when you're starting and finishing those ra- those races, that's gonna be that's like the deal breaker, you yeah, know. That's what's gonna make like that's gonna separate like sixteen flat and like sub sixteen runners or like getting that extra place in that race, you know. So yeah. I think strides definitely hundred percent have a, a really important place um, in mid season, especially for cross country. Yeah. So um, I guess that's that's pretty much it. Uh, we're not gonna really go into we'll we'll post the training that we make. I, yeah. I didn't want to spend two hours making it here, but uh, yeah. So roughly the season would look like month of July is pretty much base. Yep. Uh, and base training has maybe one workout a week if you want. It you're probably not gonna have a workout every week. Still, uh, it depends on who you are and what you respond to. I respond well to workouts. Yep. Um, and then month of August is going to be threshold work. Threshold work is usually long run, recovery, recovery, uh, actually long run recovery, and then uh, workout, Yep. Uh, recovery, recovery, workout, recovery. Yeah. So you have two workouts in there. One's harder than the other usually. And then um, mid-season is much the same for cross-country at least. Um, you still have two workouts, but you just – The workouts are just a little bit max. harder, yeah. They're yep. a little bit – Faster, 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 yeah. faster. Yeah, more race pace type stuff. Yep. Yeah, and uh, peak season. Uh, That's honestly, kind of simple you, to describe. You, you can't really plan peak season unless yeah. you know them, right. unless you know the races. But yeah, just to end it, yeah, you know that's like when you have state quals divisions. Yeah, like you got to perform those races. And uh, in general, I just think the function of 
peak season, just keeping your body fresh. Just keeping your body fresh. And yeah. and for people who don't know what this term means, uh, you want to taper. And tapering is pretty much letting off the gas and making sure that you're not uh, yep. you're not dead. So you might you might cut down to 40 miles. Like for us, we might cut down to 40 or 35 miles a week and only have one workout that right. really targets our our race uh, that week. So uh, so like for example, like we do something like. I want to say like a five by K workout before like a five K race, like somewhere earlier in the week or something. Yeah, and, like, and it's usually a harder one, right? It's a harder hard one. Workout. And you're really simulating like what you want to run during that five K for each rep of that K. And, um, I think like you can do that with the mile too. You can do that like four by 400 type thing where it's like, you really focus on hitting like 67s or whatever you want to hit or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. So peak season, we can't even plan right now because yeah. we don't know what we're training for at the end of the season uh but yeah that's kind of how you make your training um and that's kind of what i'm gonna follow i'm gonna build up to a peak of around 50 miles towards uh, the middle threshold and then sort of maintain that or cut down maybe go up or down depending on how we're feeling yep and uh again this is all subject to change based on how your body reacts and you know knowing my injury history who knows what could happen so hopefully yeah. hopefully no injuries though yeah, and yeah so that's another thing also that we should just briefly sprinkle in um throughout all of this i think oh, doing lifting. core lifting yeah li- we're doing core that. and lifting we didn't even mention that so we should oh, definitely talk yeah, about let's that talk about bit. lifting a tiny bit so yeah. like you're i'm a big proponent of lifting for cross country not as, as important, important but still it is still very important. it still is yeah. yeah you can sneak in lifts uh twice a week three times a week um I, and and, and I'd, I'd say be careful around mid-season peak seasons you probably don't yes. want to be lifting as much if at all because you want to have your base phase and your threshold phase to like you know you may be taking it light on the mileage and stuff but you really want to be building strength as a runner because yeah. that's the function of those early stages so honestly i feel like lifting a couple times a week in the beginning and then almost mid-season peak season maybe do maybe it once, a week. once a week or maybe not even at all just to keep your body fresh because i know yeah. lifting can lifting can be bad in, in the terms of that like it can make you very sore and if you're doing that around races like that could be dangerous you know it depends yeah you have to you just have to be i think it's more important to be cautious during mid-season when you're lifting right because right. you can you can lift without being that sore yeah and, yeah and you'll be all right um Lifting not to kill yourself, but to just just inc- maintain or just barely increase your strength. Yeah, like, but I think it, it's those okay maintenance to be sore though, though during threshold yeah. and base. Yeah, because again, there's no big races there, and you're like, that's what you're just you're building your body up to that stage where you want it to be strong enough for those big races and, and stuff. So. Yeah, and these are usually full body lifts, but typically you're focusing on legs. Legs, legs, and I'd say like lower back kind of. Yeah, you know? so it really just do like a full body lift. Uh, right. I guess we sh- we should probably make a post on that to be honest yeah so i mean like roughly like some workouts we could definitely um squeeze in squats um romanian deadlifts regular deadlifts hang cleans cleans for like that explosive kind of power yeah hyper extensions yes uh you might want to be careful explosive lifting yeah though um if you're not experienced uh because that can be very dangerous and then honestly upper body stuff like doesn't do whatever be able to do maybe 20 push-ups yeah i don't know it, it honestly doesn't oh, matter and uh core yeah core is core. huge yeah do core, do core guys I don't know. we've it's talked about hard. this do Take core 15 minutes it's literally 
You don't even have to do that. Maybe maybe three, four times a week. Some people like doing it more, yeah. but realistically, throughout this entire process, three, four times a week. It's so yeah. important. Core doesn't take anything out of you. Yeah, it's just stop complaining. Yeah, it, it's um, it's really, really important. Uh, not even just for injury prevention, just to make you a stronger, more sound runner. Your form is gonna look better. You're gonna feel better. It just eliminates so many issues having a strong core. So definitely yeah. do that. Yeah, so those are like the ancillary things that you could be doing, yep. uh, core and lifting, but those really don't change too much except for lifting during midseason right. um, and peak. Um, um, and that's kind of it. The, the running is really the important thing. Yeah. You have to run I'd to get better I'd say um, just another thing to add briefly before we wrap it up, um, on on almost all of these days, you want to make sure you're getting, you know, a, a proper warm up, stretching at least a little bit, yeah. especially for workout and race days. I will say. Yeah, workout workout days. Yeah. You typically want to, depending on who you are, two miles might be a lot, but for us, we warm up two miles, cool down at least a mile. Yeah. Um, and that's included in our mileage. So, yeah. uh, it might forty five miles might sound like a lot to some people, but you're squeezing in those little two three miles every now and then as warm up, cool down. Mm-hmm not that crazy stretch roll out use get a massage gun those are really good by the way yeah highly recommend those uh, ice baths just, ice just baths, do yep. all that stuff consistently especially during mid and peak season uh that off. is that will probably make the biggest difference yeah. uh if if you're seeing no progression and you're like you just feel burnt out all the time at yep. the end of your season like that's probably why yeah. um that's like that subject to change stuff like that this this schedule doesn't have to be subject to change if we can keep our bodies healthy. So doing what, like we said, core lifting, stretching, rolling, ice baths, all that extra stuff is almost just as important as like the running stuff. That's what's going to keep you healthy enough to, to actually do your training. So, because I know I've run into that roadblock so many times, especially this past year. So it's uh, it's way more important than, than you think it is. And uh, yeah. So. Yeah, so that's uh, I mean that's roughly what the summer's gonna look like. We're looking to peak at fifty, maybe fifty five if we're feeling great. But I honestly, I personally know. might push it to fifty five. I I feel like I've felt the most fit in my entire life running that sixty mile week, and I felt great honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean that's what you do then. Maybe not staying there for a little bit, but like ended up ending up ending up peaking our volume around there would be pretty cool. Yeah. And everyone has a different baseline of where they like to stay. Exactly. And, and yeah. that's that's, no. that's for you to figure out. Yeah, and for sure. For me, that's around 45, 40 miles. For Jonah, it might be 50, 45. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, you just got to figure that out for yourself. So uh, hopefully this was remotely helpful. I know we kind of get a little bit... Uh, Technical sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we kind of get... Um, yeah, we, we, we talk too much. And, you know, we, we, we know our stuff somewhat well. And, and we, we know what we know. Just because we, um, you know, we grew up with a, with a certain type of coach. Okay, sorry uh, for that black screen. We had some technical difficulties, but anyways, as we were saying, we're just uh, wrapping up summer training. I know we can get bogged down in the details sometimes, as Andrew was saying. Yeah, it's kind of hard to understand what's going on. Yeah, and but I think we did a pretty decent job. Decent job, yeah, yeah. That's that's just how you break up training. Right. And, and yeah. It's different. It's for different everyone. for everyone. Exactly. And you that's why it's hard in, to talk in many about different ways too. Yeah. You know, the way that we look at it is just how we look at it because that's how we did it all of our lives. Yep. There's no one way to look at training. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's that's just roughly. We tried to be as that's worked for us generally as possible. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we, we weren't really getting too specific about yeah. us. But uh, and that's I feel like that's pretty just 
in general how summer training works for a lot of people, you know? For most people that are at least inter- like intermediate level. Yeah, if intermediate you're a beginner, level, yeah. Just run. Just run. <laughs> just run. Um, don't do it too often. Just take it slow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's it. So, so uh, Thank you guys for watching. This has been watching. Season 4, Episode 2. This is Andrew and I making our summer training schedules. Thank you guys very much. See you next time.